from high atop his mountain of index cards and tournament brackets, this is The Joy of Booking, a fantasy booking podcast. Here's your host, DC Matthews. Thank you, Brandon Banks, and welcome back to The Joy of Booking, everyone. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. I hope you are well. I hope those you love are doing well. It's Christmas time. It's here. We're a week before Christmas. A week from now, all you bestie boys and girls will be running down the stairs, down to the Christmas tree, opening the presents, if you choose to celebrate. If you choose to celebrate a different holiday, you'll be doing something different. But it's an exciting time. Like I said, week before Christmas, Saturday morning, 5.48 a.m. here on the night train. And what better way to spend the pre-dawn hours than to get back into this tag team tournament? I, I don't know where we are. I've lost the thread. Um, I, I'm not just... I don't, I'm not saying I'm just trying to get through this because I want to get to Hoss Fight. But I want to get to Hoss Fight. Uh, I think when we did season one, Way back in 2020. Do you remember 2020? Uh, When I did season one, I did as much of it as possible in a short period of time. So that it's sort of the whole thing sort of just, you know, kind of happened in one thing. Um, So I knew where we were going. I knew what we were doing. I had a sense of how it was going. I've been doing this. I took a week off last week. Wasn't feeling well. Took a week off from recording my own shows. Uh, gearing up for episode 300, which we record tomorrow morning. Excited for that. But um, I, you know, I keep forgetting about the tag team tournament. I know it exists and I know I want to do it, but I keep forgetting where we are. So we are in the round of 64. There are two teams per uh, bracket left. So it's the bracket page, the first bracket page finals. We did a bunch of it. We did the matchups. We set up a final for the consolation because I think what I'm going to do, I was having this thought last night. I think what I am going to do when there's when we're down to 32, the page winners, um, I think that's going to be a separate bracket. We'll do consolations based on that, and we'll get our top 32 teams ranked. Uh, I think what's going to happen is, so the losers of our first matchup here on page 13, that's where we're starting off today, the losers will go into the Constellations, they'll have one final battle, maybe we'll do a battle royal for the ones who lose that Constellation matchup, the winners will do a little mini tournament for them, but I think whoever makes it to the top 32 teams really should be just kind of left to themselves in that bracket, and then we'll sort the rest out. You don't care. You don't. You don't care. Just do it. That's that's what I'm hearing you saying. DC, you Arn Anderson-looking mofo. Just do the thing. Just do it. Just do it. Uh, so I will do it. And luckily for me, this first matchup is probably one of the easiest ones we will do. Uh, the Usos of the Uso Penitentiary taking on New Japan's Gallows and Anderson. And oh, I cannot write the Usos name fast enough. Uh, 
I understand the Gallows and Anderson in New Japan was probably their best, certainly better than WWE version of Gallows and Anderson. And whatever the heck they're doing in AEW and Impact right now, which seems to be from an outside observer who's watching Impact every like month or so I catch up. Um, it seems to be that they are doing nothing. They are doing nothing. Uh, but yeah, the Usos win. Uh, Gallows and Anderson will go into the Constellations to battle Eddie Gilbert and Tommy Rich, where I imagine the team I've not seen will win. Page 14, Money Inc. versus Team Hell No. Money Inc., Ted DiBiase and Erwin R. Scheister, uh, was perhaps the first big heel tag team that I was aware of uh, being someone who began watching wrestling in 1992. Um, I now have proof that I was watching wrestling in 92, so I can say that. Uh, so Money, Inc. was the big team. You know, the Steiner Brothers versus Money, Inc. was my big, you know, sort of um, thing to watch. And it's not until now, hindsight, that I realized Money, Inc. was not a tag team for very long. You know, it helped extend the career of Ted DiBiase, who was having physical problems and probably couldn't be a singles wrestler full time anymore. But, um, you know, putting him with a hoss in terms of workhorse like Erwin Arshyster. Uh, but, you know, they formed in I have my Chromebook out, so I will I will actually be able to look things up. Um, they. They got together in late 1991, and they broke up in 93? 93? Yeah. I think that's it. 93, maybe into 94. But by 94, we had the Million Dollar Corporation. So, you know, they were a team for only two years, which when I think about it, is not that long of a time. So Money, Inc. is taking on, I don't even know if I said this already, they're taking on Team Hell No. So something I want to look up is how long were Team Hell No a team? It may also only be a couple years. Uh, nope, it was longer. <laughs> uh, 2012, and they were, you know, they reunited in 2018. They, they've had moments, but they were a team for longer. And they are probably the right answer as a winner. I don't enjoy them as much as I enjoyed Money, Inc., but that's because I missed all of 2012 to 2014. Those were my lost years. By the time we got to the WWE Network, Daniel Bryan was doing his main event thing. So I missed a lot of Team Hell No, and I'm sure I will enjoy the Wrestle Silly of it when I get to it eventually. But we will give Team Hell No the win. Money, Inc. will take on the Sheep Herders, which would be a hilarious matchup, um, in the Constellations. Uh, page 15. I'm excited for this one. The Steiner Brothers, the aforementioned Steiner Brothers, taking on the Lucha Brothers of Ray Phoenix and Pentagon Jr. Thinking about this match sort of will tell you what sort of wrestling fan you are. I like both of these teams. I enjoyed Pentagon and Phoenix in Lucha Underground. 
They were both great. Took my breath away. Ray Phoenix with some of the moves he did. Pentagon, great character. The thing with Vampiro is good. I am sure they make a great team. I am sure they have had great matches and are entertaining and fun to watch. The Steiner brothers. Now, this is prime late 80s, 90s Steiners. This is not the big Papa Pump DFG Steiners. We're everything I want in a tag team. Amateur background, suplexes, hard-hitting moves. Um, they were fantastic. You know, there's a reason why um, when I make a wrestler, the natural DC Matthews, uh, he looks like he could be a Steiner brother. He's got the singlet. He's got all, like, it. that's my wheelhouse. So I'm going with the Steiners. If you, Brandon, uh, wanted to try to make a case for the Lucha Brothers, I certainly think there's one to be made um but i'm picking the steiner brothers every day of the week so the steiners win lucha brothers will take on blake and murphy in the uh constellations and again i might change my mind i'll have to see what what comes out of it you know i said to begin this show nine minutes ago i said that you know, the final 32 would be its own bracket, and then this would be people 33 through 96 or so um, would be a separate bracket. Do I want to say that Money Incorporated or the Lucha Brothers or let me flip back here and see who else the APA or the Nasty Boys or the Bar or the Rockers? Do I want to actually make the case that they can't be one of the top 32 teams? Maybe. Maybe, actually. Um, we'll see. You know, then I look at the teams who have won so far. The Outlaws, Mustache Mountain, Midnights and Rock and Roll Express, Freebirds, Road Warriors, the Andersons, the Wild Samoans, Demolition, Los Guerreros, the Briscoes, the Dudleys, now the Usos, Team Hell No, and the Steiners. Do I want to say they're the top 32? The only one of that that I probably could potentially make a case for not is maybe Team Hell No. And that's just a matter of the bracket. So we'll see. However, I'll forget about all of this because you know how Doc or I operate. We press the stop button on the recording and we forget whatever we just talked about. Um, maybe I'll have a different idea next week when I do the next episode. Page 16. The Funk Brothers taking on the Heavenly Bodies. The Heavenly Bodies. Again, 92-93 when I start watching. So the Heavenly Bodies show up, and it's interesting to me because I don't know who they are. And they're supposed to be coming in this big team from Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Now, I'm watching wrestling, and I'm also reading Pro Wrestling Illustrated, so I know what Smoky Mountain is even though I've never seen it. So to me, the Heavenly Bodies showing up was a big deal. A mini little invasion. I was too young to understand that there was obviously a relationship there. I know this other promotion exists, Smoky Mountain Wrestling, and now these guys show up. And they were good. They were really good. But they're not the Funk Brothers. I mean, come on, I can't. As much as I love the gigolo, Jimmy Del Rey, as much as he could uh, pass, you know, as the champ... My dad looks a bit like the gigolo Jimmy Del Rey. I would hate to see my dad do a moonsault. He's got an artificial knee. Don't do it, Papa. Don't do it, Papa. 
Uh, yeah, the Funk Brothers have to win this. The Heavenly Bodies will take on Vince and Shane McMahon, which is an entertaining matchup just to think about. Page 17. Ooh, tough one. Another matchup that will tell you what kind of fan you are. In the corner to my left, hailing from jolly old England, the Dynamite Kid and Davy Boy Smith, the British Bulldogs. Their opponents, in the corner to my right, hailing from the mid-2000s WWE, First, the Rated-R Superstar, Edge. His partner, from St. Louis, Missouri, the Viper, Randy Orton. Together they are Rated-R-K-O. That was fun. I kind of felt like... I don't remember his name, but the announcer for like World Ch- Class Championship Wrestling kind of had that voice. Not like Howard Cassell. I kind of felt like I was doing a little bit of Howard Cassell, but he had like a very cool voice to be a ring announcer. Uh, The Bulldogs and Rated RKO. Are you an 80s wrestling fan or are you a modern wrestling fan? The match would be great. Don't get me wrong. But these are two very different wrestling styles. Uh, And to me, being someone who missed all of Team Rated RKO, all of it. I missed all of it. I'll watch it eventually. You know, this morning, I had my remote in my hand, and I was going to turn back on to uh, 2001 WWF Invasion because Brent is catching up to me, and I got to stay ahead of him. Um, and then I went, you know what I should be doing with this time? I should be podcasting. I should be talking to you. Uh, so I missed Rated RKO. So for me, I got to go with the Bulldogs. Got to go with the Bulldogs. Rated RKO will take on... Uh, Muda and Chono in the next round. And again, you could probably make a case the rated RKO might be one of the top 30 to 40 teams ever. Um, We'll see see what I decide. I'm going to stop thinking about the next episode. Page 18. Uh, The match would be fantastic, but the result, there is no question. The Hart Foundation shall defeat the Eliminators. But let's just take a minute. Saturn and Cronus, Brett and the Anvil. That would be a fantastic match. The Eliminators do not get enough credit. They were a fantastic team. They were trendsetters in a lot of ways. Gotta have your water. Uh, They were doing spot fests. Uh, in a time when there weren't a lot of spot fests happening, but some of their moves were kind of spot festy. John Cronus, what a talent. Would love to watch a documentary on him. But yeah, you got to go with the Heart Foundation. Now, I know I just said I'm not going to think about the next episode, and maybe this isn't the next episode. Uh, the Eliminators take on the natural disasters, by the way, Mr. Banks. By the way. But something I also need to think about, am I going to have page one battle page two and page three battle page four? You know, do the outlaws battle Mustache Mountain? Do the road warriors battle the Freebirds? The reason being, just in terms of the way the brackets went, 
you get, and I mentioned this, I think, in the last episode, we got the Midnights and the Rock and Roll Express. Do I want them to do battle in the round of 32? The Road Warriors and the Freebirds, do they do battle in the round of 32? The Briscoes and the Dudleys? Uh, the Bulldogs and the Hart Foundation. Do I want those two classic 80s teams that had a great rivalry? Do I want them fighting each other this early? Or do I randomize this third round of 32 and hopefully come up with some different matchups? Another thing I have to think about. Page 19. This will tell you what kind of wrestling fan you are. The world's greatest tag team, Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin, taking on the Rock and Sock Connection. If you ask me to give you my favorite top three to five teams, Haas and Benjamin will make that list. This is right in the end of the time that I, like, Team Angle showed up. We were watching wrestling in college. We would get the pay-per-views. We'd go over to Eric's house, or we'd watch him at my house, or we'd watch him somewhere. Um, we'd go to uh, GQ's apartment and watch him there. Um, I can't say I saw all of it, but they're up there with the Steiners. You know, right now, in this moment at 6.05 a.m. on a Saturday morning, it's WCW Saturday morning, 6.05. Uh, if I had to tell you my top five tag teams, Steiners, world's greatest tag team, The Revival. There's your top. Th There's the first three I can come up with. I'm not going to flip through. Uh, the Blue Bloods, Regal and Eaton. And maybe the Heart Foundation might be the fifth one. Um, that tells you what kind of wrestling fan I am. World's Greatest Tag Team, Steiners, Revival, Regal and Eaton, the Heart Foundation. Uh, there may be others that I'm forgetting. Who can forget three count? But uh, that's it. The Rock and Sock Connection isn't anywhere close. I appreciate the story of the Rock and Sock Connection. But I don't care for the tag team. So it is the wrong answer. But this is my tournament. And so in my tournament, Haas and Benjamin soundly defeat Mick Foley and The Rock. Soundly. Uh, <clears throat> Mick Foley and The Rock will take on uh, Larry Henning and Harley Race, which would be an entertaining matchup. Page 20. The Brothers of Destruction will soundly defeat the public enemy. I appreciate the public enemy for, again, being trendsetters in ECW, as ECW people so often were. <clears throat> but they're not the Brothers of Destruction. So the Brothers of Destruction advance. Now I know I have to randomize it because I can't do the world's greatest tag team versus the Brothers of Destruction. Yeah, I'll probably have to randomize this. All right, 21. We're having a good time. 
Harlem Heat versus the Von Erics. I'm a 90s wrestling fan. I remember watching, you know, early Harlem Heat, Kane and Cole Harlem Heat. I remember watching them become Booker T and Stevie Ray, managed by Sherry. I remember all that. And then Booker T went like, Harlem Heat was in my wheelhouse. I did not watch the Von Ericks, unless we're talking about the Texas Tornado, until I was older and was going back to watch wrestling. I know about them. I know about the tragedy of the Von Ericks. I don't think I've seen the documentary, but I know about it. And I know that there are some of you listening who think that the Von Ericks must win this match. But this we're getting to the point now, as we're in the round of 64, where this, this has to become my tournament. And for me, I'm going with Harlem Heat. You know, this isn't wrestling families. That would be a different situation altogether. Um, this isn't, you know... Wrestling stories, you could make a case that the Von Erich story is better than Harlem Heat. This is tag teams, and I don't think I could tell you which tag team of the Von Erichs we're talking about. Carrie and Kevin? Kevin and Chris? Is David part of it? I don't know. So, Harlem Heat wins, and the only consolation I take out of all of this is that the Von Erichs are going into the consolations to take on the Russian team, which seems appropriate. Page 22, another matchup I would I wish I could pluck, pluck, and, and have. Red Dragon, the soon-to-be-reunited Red Dragon. Let's, let's be honest. Let's be honest here. Red Dragon is coming. Kyle O'Reilly is showing up in AEW. He'll reform the team with Bobby Fish because they're not going to get singles, you know, maybe... Kyle O'Reilly earns a title shot, but probably not. But they'll be Red Dragon. They can fight FTR if FTR is still around. They can fight uh, the the Young Bucks. You know, I'm excited for that. I hope that happens if that's what Kyle and Bobby want to do. Um, they are taking on the Hollywood Blondes. I know, right? Great matchup. Uh, the thing I have to check is how long were the Hollywood Blondes a tag team? Because I think this is another situation why they're wonderful, they're amazing. They would be in my – if I really sat down and actually went through the teams and did the actual thinking, Hollywood Blondes would probably be in my top 15 favorite tag teams. But I don't know that they existed for a, a long time. I also didn't know that there were other Hollywood Blondes before – Austin and Pillman showed up. Didn't know that either. Let's see. First time, October 92. And it goes for... Let's see. Looking, looking, looking for a date here. July 18th, Beach Blast, Clash of Champions 26. Um, oh, that's when Lord Steven Regal turned, teamed with Austin, which was weird. Uh, recovered, a few more matches together. October 30th, 93, their last match as a team. So we are talking literally 
a year and two weeks that they were a team. It says something that they became so popular and successful and live on in our hearts and memories after only 54 weeks as a tag team, but that's 54 weeks. Red Dragon has been a team off and on. If we count it just as Red Dragon, not counting the Undisputed Era because they were in the tournament separately for much longer. So I think we have to go with Red Dragon. Uh, Hollywood Blondes will take on Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. Fantastic match. Again, should the Hollywood Blondes be in contention for the top 32 teams? Maybe. We'll have to see. Uh, wait a second. Hold on. Ein Minuten bitte. Do I have the Midnights in here twice? I do. The Midnight Express, that must be Eaton and Lane. Uh, this is Eaton and Condry. Uh, the Midnights taking on the grizzled young veterans. This awkward silence lasts a few minutes longer. We have the Grizzled Young Veterans, a very Glenish team. We have the Midnight Express, a very Jeremyish team. Should I let them fight it out on the next episode of Peace of Business Podcast? No. Um, here's the thing. If I hadn't heard both Jeremy and Glenn talk about how badly the grizzled young veterans are doing in NXT through no fault of their own. Of course I would give it to the grizzled young vets because a, there's already a midnight's team in here and B we do a lot of decisions based on the Jeremy rule. We should include a Glenn rule in here every now and then, but if the grizzled young veterans aren't doing as well in NXT and they're just, you know, the best, one of the best teams to come out of NXT UK, not named Pretty Deadly. They can't beat the Midnights, not even the Eaton and Condry version. So I think we'll go with the Midnights. Grizzled Young Veterans will take on the Bulldog and Owen Hart. And again, great matchup. Uh, and if I randomize things, we get a chance for there to be some Midnight on Midnight action which just made me uncomfortable saying it. Page 24. Speaking of Pretty Deadly, here they are. If they were taking on the Hollywood Blondes, they would win without question. If they were taking on Public Enemy, I'd have to think about it, but they might win. If they were taking on the Eliminators, if they were taking on um, the Heavenly Bodies, I might make a case for Pretty Deadly. But they're not taking on those teams. They're taking on the Hardys. Like 90s, Team Extreme, the best version of the Hardys we've got. And I don't think I can, in good conscience, give the Hardys a loss to a team 
that is wonderful, amazing, setting the world on fire right now in NXT UK. If Stoker and Howley show up in uh, NXT and have similar success to their having in NXT UK, it's a totally different question if we do this tournament again next year. If they happen to make it to the main roster five years from now, we're having a totally different conversation. But today, 6.15 in the morning, I personally have to give it to the Hardys. I'm sorry. If I come up on a matchup with two teams that I don't think belong, I'll, I'll tweak some things. But for right now, I think we got to give it to the Hardys. Pretty deadly. We'll take on Kurt Henning and Scott Hall. Page 25. The Gorillas of Destiny and uh, taking on Dusty Rhodes and Magnum TA. I had tweaked, speaking of tweakage, I had done some tweakage. I had switched Dusty and the Fabulous Ones around so that Dusty could advance. Again, how long were Dusty and Magnum a team? Let's see if I can figure that out. Yes, the fur coat promo. Yes, I don't know that the Gorillas of Destiny have done anything that would compare to the fur coat promo. I, I agree with you there. Again, sorry. You know how much I hate doing this. What if... All right, all I'm getting here is what if Magnum never got into an accident, which would be a fantastic topic for a piece of business, actually. There you go, boys. Take a minute, watch a Magnum match, and then, or before, speculate on how the wrestling world may have changed had Magnum never gotten hurt. If I do a fantasy booking redoing the invasion, I'm going to eliminate... Um, Hunter's injury. If we're going to do the invasion right, I'm playing with all the cards in the deck. I got Sting. I got Goldberg. I'm canceling September 11th because I'm getting very close to that. And I have to imagine that's going to put a damper on the invasion story, probably. It's going to change the nature of the conversation in the world. So wrestling will change to match. Um, I think I have to again. I'm sorry. But I think I have to consider a worldview. The Gorillas of Destiny are perhaps uh, New Japan's greatest tag team that is uh, non-Japanese. I think that's probably that might be safe to make that make that assumption. Uh, Dusty and Magnum will take on the Brothers of Destruction again. They'll probably win, and we'll see where that goes. Oh, tough one. America's Most Wanted taking on The Miz and John Morrison. Uh, again, I watched early Impact, so I'm going to say AMW beats The Miz and Morrison. Um, that might not be right, but that's what I'm going with. And Miz and Morrison will take on The Faces of Fear. Yeah, I think that's right. Ooh, great match, page 27. Great match up here. The Revival taking on Ring Kampf. 
uh, I got to go with the revival here because I've never seen Ringkampf. I know Imperium never saw Ringkampf, but I think the matchup would be great, of course. Um, I thought it was interesting that uh, FTR seemed to mention that their AEW contracts were ending. I can't imagine they go back to the WWE because they know they're going into a company that doesn't prioritize tag team wrestling. Though, you could make a case that they're currently in a company that doesn't prioritize tag team wrestling. Um, so, you know, it kind of makes me wonder what they would do if they were to not resign. You know, Ring of Honor's gone. I guess they could go to Impact be small, be big fish in a small pond. Uh, they could go to Japan, which would be fun to see them in Japan for a bit. But not really sure what else they'd do. MLW, I guess. Again, big fish, small pond. But the Revival will win. Ring Camp will take on the Calamari Catch Kings. Uh, Glenn can weigh in on that. What do you think about that matchup? Oh, this hurts. Oh, this hurts because it's among friends. Uh, the New Day taking on Harper and Rowan. Um, members of the New Day, members of the wrestling community at large, celebrated uh, Brody Lee's birthday. Um, I, you know, I, my energy level to continue the tournament is fading, but I want to keep talking. So I keep finding tangents to go on. Uh, WWE posted something celebrating the memory of John Huber, you know, otherwise are known to WWE fans as Luke Harper. And I was looking at that going, should they have mentioned the Brody Lee name? Should this be a case in which we don't try to play the competition angle and we just honor the man? I, the answer is no. You always do the competition angle. So you don't mention Brody Lee. You say WWE fans know him as Luke Harper, and you just don't mention the Brody Lee pit. But I, I, I stopped and paused on that. It's got to be the New Day. As much as we love Harper and Rowan, and I do, it's got to be the New Day. Harper will take on Kidman and Mysterio, which would be great. Um, is the New Day up there? Should they make my top five? Who would they replace? Not, they might replace the Blue Bloods, honestly. The Blue Bloods I picked just because I love Regal so much. They could potentially oust the Blue Bloods, and the Blue Bloods would be a strong sixth place. The New Day would be in my top five with Haas and Benjamin and Steiners and Hart Foundation and the Revival. Might be. Four more to go. Uh, oh. <laughs> okay, well, we got to do it. Uh, Tully and Arn, the Brain Busters, the Four Horsemen, taking on the Miracle Violence connection of Dr. Death and Terry Bam Bam Gordy. That would have to happen in an empty arena. Otherwise, people would get hurt. That matchup would be redonkulous. Uh, it's got to be Tully and Arn. From a historical context standpoint, I know we haven't really talked about the rules in this episode because we're kind of at the point where we don't need it. Uh, 
but doesn't it have to be Tully and Arn? The Miracle Violence Connection, great team, but I don't know a lot of people would know who that is. Um, most people know that the impact of Tully and Arn. So they have to win. Speaking of an empty arena match, the Miracle Violence Connection will take on the Killer Elite Squad. So Archer and Davy Boy Jr. taking on Williams and Gordy. <laughs> Hoss fight squared. Uh, Edge and Christian will defeat the Motor City Machine Guns. I don't think we need to spend a lot of time on that. It would be a phenomenal match. But Edge and Christian have to win that. Again, historical context. Motor City Machine Guns will take on the 90s DX, where they actually have a probably better chance, if only due to um, the length of time that we had a Hunter-Sean tag team in the 90s. The Outsiders shall defeat RVD and Sabu. Again, historical context, plus the Outsiders had a name. RVD and Sabu did not. RVD and Sabu will take on DIY. Fantastic match. That would be amazing to watch. Um, so yeah, the Outsiders advance. And our final matchup here, Beer Money taking on The Miz and Damian Mizdow. Story-wise, it's Miz and Mizdow all day. Hilarious, you know, wrestle silly. It's Miz and Mizdow all day. But I think, again, from a tag team capacity, we got to go with Beer Money. Miz and Mizdow shall take on Imperium. We just talked about them. So here's where we stand. There are 32 teams that have advanced to the... They have won their pages. So the 32 initial bracket winners will now do battle to determine who the number one tag team is. I think we'll take these 32 teams. I will do another randomization of them. May the chips fall where they may. Um, the final, the 64 teams that are remaining in the constellations, um, we will have another round of matches. We won't do a, just a big battle royal for this. We'll do a round of matches here. Uh, we will determine um, who has advanced. They will be the, the each page's consolation winner, the third place winner. Of each one. Um, although technically, like, Owen and Yoko should be in second place. But you get what I'm saying. And uh, I could do that, actually. Just change everything. <laughs> Have three 32-man tournaments happening at once. Constellation page winners. The third place winners. The second place winners. The first place winners. Nah. We'll do a tournament, I think, of 64 with that. Anyways, 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 anyways. Um, can't say I love the way this show ended. I sort of lost steam and just kept pushing through. Um, what you got to do sometimes, you got to do it. You got to do it, got to do it. I got to save my energy. There might be another Marvel show coming uh, this weekend. I, I got to get ready for 300. That's tomorrow. I'll be recording that in 25 and a half hours, around 8 a.m., with Doc Manson and a couple of guest stars, guest hosts, in fact. So I'm looking forward to that. And I'm looking forward to crowning a winner. 
to this tag team tournament and then moving on to Hoss Fight. Hoss Fight, Hoss Fight. My name is DC Matthews. At the DC Matthews. I will see you. The next time we celebrate the joy of booking. Damn it, did 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 it